Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Three, two, one. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. Lead singer of the band Joy Wave, Daniel Armbruster, is in the house to talk some music and some hockey. That's right, we're bringing hockey to you guys. So buckle up, tuck it into the waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. Who's listening in the water? We're back. Thank you. Thank you for having me here on the cast. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. back baby it's the charity stripe hit your free throws because they free so would 177 coming hot at you guys and so would 176 and i'm flanked on my left and on my left by defensive <laughs> coordinator alex tossman and like i said lead singer of the band joy wave daniel armbruster offensive coordinator nikki snacks Karada, cannot be in the house today he's still in switzerland so that's yep. where we, we miss him. He's still skiing in Switzerland. He's doing the whole cliff jumping like Roger Moore. We just found out was the James Bond. Right. Who we were was, wrong about that. Yeah. You thought it was Pierce Brosnan. It's not. It's Roger Moore. Like, who, what was the James Bond question? It was, it was, we were just talking about on a couple episodes ago, we yeah. were talking about James Bond. Playful right. James Bond banter. Playful, like, as like, you sure. Will. Like, yeah. as you will. like, like yeah. you know, standard as sure. the, at the beginning of every show. Yeah. And light, light Bond banter. <laughs> light, <laughs> very common. Very, <laughs> and basically, we, we had assumed just because of the look of Pierce Brosnan and that it was Pierce Brosnan that was the one that did the helicopter drop onto this onto the Alps and skied from there, but it's Ooh, Roger Moore. Yeah. 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 I it was is Roger I was Moore. confused because in Die Another Day, I don't know if you've seen yes, that movie. I have. He windsurfs. There's like an avalanche and then he windsurfs. I just watched the clip. I don't have Di- this. Like, Die Another Day is a is a rough one. It is I, rough. I, yeah, yeah. I, I try to forget about it as much as possible. Yeah. I don't it's about the fakest scene I've ever I don't seen. Think in a movie, he's honestly. A, I don't think he was a good James Bond. Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. No, he wasn't. But you know what happened is 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 a generation of children played Goldeneye for N sixty four. Right. That's Slaps only. Yeah. Slaps only. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> Slappers only license <laughs> yeah. to kill. And uh yeah, and everyone just kind of accepted that he was a really great James Bond. And Goldeneye is a great movie. He he is good in that. Mm-hmm. And then every script that he gets post Goldeneye is is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, like all of a sudden, the switch was great though. So good. Yeah. Casino Royale is one of my favorites. It's and then amazing. Quantum of Solace is rough, but then it it, it rebounds. He bounces. He does. Yeah. He, he rebounds nicely. Yeah. Um, were you a big N sixty four guy before we even get into music or yes. anything? Yes. What's yes. your game? What's your game of choice? Goldeneye. 
<laughs> for sure. I was I was never like a huge video game guy, honestly. But I I I had N sixty four. I was very into that. I was into Mario Kart sixty four. I was into Mario sixty four, and I was into ten eighty snowboarding. Ten eighty. Huh. Uh, I like the SS Tricky on PS. Yeah. Sounds like ten eighty yeah, was yeah. kind of the predecessor to that. To, to a little the, bit uh, to SSX. I think it was. Sure. Yeah. 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 I believe you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to answer your question during the, <laughs> during yeah. the introduction, people do. I guess people not in the water, but on the water. This is the number one question you've had in the water podcast. Yeah, actually. It, it is yeah. actually. It's the only podcast that's gone underwater. Wow. We have some submarine listeners, some guys on the Atlantic, wow. and we're trying to get to the Pacific. You would think that we would have guys yeah. in the Pacific because well, we're in Los Angeles, but it's only the Atlantic. Well, they connect. You'll get there eventually. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah. <laughs> we get to the Indian Ocean too. Um, without further ado, for those of you who don't know, now you know. When we have a guest on the show we do something called four down territory we're gonna ask daniel four questions that will kind of guide the show the last question being the same as always what is his favorite sports memory um but before that we'll talk a little music get to know joy wave a little bit great um, so you guys have a super unique sound and style right and my biggest question is how do you guys find your groove so to speak and find your style and then work your way to being big players in your genre uh excellent question uh you know for me, it's just kind of been about doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the band started, uh, we'd had local bands together before with our, you know, we've all been friends since high school. And uh, we failed miserably time and time again. So I kind of accepted, hey, I am a huge failure. So I might as well do what I want to do. And then I haven't compromised at all, right? Like I'm just making what I really want to make mm-hmm. and the thing that feels real and special to me. And the funny thing was, as soon as I did that, people started to pay attention. Did you always, was being a lead singer of a band something you had always... No, no, not that at was all. Not no, uh, the, the drummer and I started playing together uh, in the early 2000s, and we tried to find singers from you know our school, like kids that were in choir and stuff. And so you they, weren't even the singer from no, the get-go? No, I didn't want to be. You were just... It's nerve-wracking. Guitar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was playing guitar, and mm-hmm. everyone who showed up did like a... Thing. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, we were like, this is not going to work, as we were, we were you know, playing Blink-182 covers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, no one adapted? Uh, no, no. So uh, we just kind of... Uh, come on. This <laughs> Sorry. Is a, this we is have, a professional have... podcast happening right now. It's being interrupted. It's all right. It's, we have Rami there's the so Coffee guy. He's in, in the house. There's He's... so many people in the audience here today with us in the room and i appreciate everyone being as quiet as yeah. as they are it, it, that is a talent it's, in itself it is that it is it really being sitting there and being quiet because this could go we've had shows go from 30 minutes to we've had people be here for an hour and a half watching their buddy go and then being intent and quiet it, it is a process and i didn't realize the size of the arena that you guys tape these in yeah yeah we thousands could, of people it could be could big, seat at least i don't know like 250 that's just off the top wild. of my head but it's yeah. wild yeah, and, um, and people start stacking onto their shoulders. Like, <laughs> we get some strong people in here. We can we can knock yeah. up to four hundred. Yeah, I, I I have been fortunate though to uh, do what I what I love and wake up in the morning and make what I feel inspired by that day and you know have people react to it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you guys are forming this band. You have these choir singers come in. At one point, at what point <laughs> are you just like, fuck these guys? I, I'm done with this shit. I I can't have these like these. these baritones come in so even I, though it would yeah. work at the beginning of the one blink 182 song uh, miss you you could uh, have but theoretically have a baritone you're right. in there for you're that. right we could but uh, after that it just botched yeah i i actually do remember the conversation it was me and paul our drummer and mm-hmm. uh paul brenner correct paul, paul brenner drummer and uh a buddy of ours uh named brandon pierce who was the the first bass player we had and uh, i remember saying in my mom's basement 
hey guys, how about how about I'm the singer now? And I was like really nervous about it. And and they were they were both like, okay, that sounds fine. And I, and I couldn't believe that people went for it. And now now I'm a, a professional singer, which I'm still mystified by. And we uh, in Rochester we have a local AAA team, the Rochester Red Wings. They're the farm team of the yeah, Minnesota yeah, Twins for sure. Um, and we they had us sing the seventh inning stretch. We did take me out to the ball game a few weeks ago. And we went out and did it, and the organist failed to come in. And the, the team is like, the guy from the team is like, just just go. Just go ahead and sing. And I'm like, where's where's the organ? Where's You know, I, I, I didn't think I was doing this a cappella. Yeah. And he's like, it's go got to play you in. Yeah. And our uh, our guitar player's son was, was out with us singing, and I was like, hey, man, I really need you to step up right now and sing really loud. And he's, he's eight, and he yeah. turns, <laughs> and he looks at me. He's like, you're the professional singer. And I was like, no, I'm Oh, I am. <laughs> and then you just have to yeah, go for it. And yeah. I had to go for it. And I just I did several key changes throughout to make people think that I was doing this very advanced version of the song, but I was really just guessing the whole just time. Just making moves yeah, around. Yeah. It. yeah. It's yeah. not intentional key I changes. I can't I've never tried to sing it without I just, out acapella is rough with that it's one. R- it's really rough unless you're doing it like the old timey way. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, but I, I I consider doing like a take me out to the ball game and then and then, no, and then, and then really I, was, I was gonna start name dropping like because it's root 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 for the Brooklyn Dodgers. You yeah. know, you bring back all the old teams and everything. And I I just it, it was too hard to do on the fly. Yeah, I on just, the fly. I that, that's like regular. you start listing teams and get caught in the sauce yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, sounds so, like it went pretty well though. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah, could have gone yeah, worse. Very well received. Yeah, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way to tie it in standing sports. Up. Nice job, man. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Really, you're like a That's pro. Called a bridge. Like a, total, it's called a bridge. Total I'm natural building at this. So you guys form in high school, and yeah. you're kind of working your way through. If we get a little timeline of the band for the people out there. Sure. Oh yeah, we we've been at this for a very long time. Uh, the mid 2000s, we were giant failures, and then around 2010 uh, was kind of where I had that conversation with myself, where I said, I'm gonna do what I want to do, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and be happy. And that was, that was kind of the genesis of Joywave, And we've been doing this since about 2010. What was the bigger change in when, in, when you say, I want to do what I want to do, what's the bigger change in that is in lyrics. Is it in style? Is it in the way you play like the sound overall? You know, it's, it's in everything because I was, I was young and impressionable and there were a lot of, uh, music industry people who would tell me, you know, you got to sound more like this band or okay. like, this is really working or this, this thing, you know, and I was, I was a big fan of like Blink-182 when I was a kid, and Jimmy World was one of my favorite bands. Awesome. And th- they are so awesome. But th- those were the things that were driving me, and there were so many bands like that. And I remember uh, bands like Fall Out Boy happening and you know, watching things collapse around me, and, and suddenly everyone was in, in the door. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Hot Topic culture goes like mainstream, and I'm standing yeah. there. I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many people doing this, and I've never like – stopped and thought about like what do i want to do that only i can do that makes me unique and it, it was i mean there were so many bands if you could literally yeah. like for lack of a better you could look at an american pie soundtrack yeah. and it is slaughtered with like one hit wonders or sure. guys hit like one or two like hits. six and, yeah yeah they just came to my mind yeah just but uh, my girlfriend loves Eve Six. Really? Yeah. To this day. Yeah. Inside Out. Huge like one of my Eve favorites. I don't think yeah. I know any other song other than my own worst enemy by Lit. I think that's all I can name from them. Uh, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna find another one. Uh, what was the one with Pam Anderson in the music video? <laughs> They're like playing on her body. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that. Is one. that a ridiculous? That's a that's a real song. There's some ridiculous. Yeah. By the way, your music video pa- for pa- pa- for pa- Like wait, wait, Kennedy. Wait, can is we just say cool. Pam Anderson? Yeah. Do you know her quite well? Yeah. Pam. Yeah. Pam. Yeah. Pam. You remember the one with Pam? 
first name the whole basis. Pam Pam. The Pam. Yeah, I could help out with that <laughs> <Yeah>. over there. <laughs> like a Kennedy, by the way. Song was good Thank and the you. video was good. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's really commentary on you know the 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 nature of uh, the cyclical violence we're seeing, and it's just constant and nothing changes every time, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the thoughts and prayers thing, and everyone throws their hands up in the air and say. Well, wish we could do something about it. Yeah. Oh, nothing and, and changes. No I mean, and no just, one's surprised by it. Look anymore. what happened. It just happened. Past, yeah, yeah. Just, past, I mean, in, no, in Ohio. We'll get right. it. We could get into it. No, right. this yeah. past weekend, nothing, yeah. nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, I have, I have a buddy who died in the shooting. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was terrible. Our, our, our friend, my, me and my sister's friend, uh, in Parkland last year in Florida. Wow. He was a he was the teacher that was saving people. Yeah. Dude. And I, it's like, and you know what? And it's everyone was like up in arms for a couple months, yep. and now it's just deaf ears. I I, res I respect another. those Parkland kids so much because they're I, I feel like more than in the wake of anything else, they mm -hmm. are really really fighting to to make a change, um, and it's it's so hard to to do. It's just it, I mean that it's just like the most ridiculous and lewd. It just doesn't happen. It blatantly doesn't happen anywhere else. And, and people spend so much time pointing fingers right and left and we're so polarized and it's like when i look at twitter now it's, mm -hmm. it's people talking about like oh well the, the motive was this and, and the motive is the problem and it's like i at this point i don't even care what the motive is i know that they all had guns yeah like i don't like the motive of the vegas guy like we'll never know the motive who gives a shit at take, that point like take the gun away from the person yeah, and then easily. the person can think whatever they want and they're an idiot for thinking it and i then, mean they're yeah. looking at the the guy that shot up the Walmart in El Paso, right? And they were yeah. like looking at, you know, what he likes on Twitter like yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like I, I understand you're like looking into the psychology behind what makes these people tick and like what makes them crack, I guess. But also 15 years ago, they're a kid. It's like the, it's like people looking at like the, like people going back in the NFL draft, right? They'll yeah. go back to these guys' Twitters. I remember Josh Allen, uh, the quarterback for the Bills, Dennis Smith Jr. had like a homophobic tweet. And whether these guys believe it now or not, I don't know. Yeah. But right. that being said, it's these young kids just, throwing anything out on Twitter. Sure. You can't rationale and, and, and get they, behind they don't that. Think, you know, if Josh Allen is like 10 years old, he's not thinking like, I need to be careful what I'm saying. I'm Ever. going to be a public figure. Yeah. Right. right? I mean, he probably said, yeah. you know, that he was going to be in the NFL, but he didn't really, he didn't <laughs> yeah, necessarily know I, the actual I thought I was going to, yeah. I was 10. I thought I, no, nah, I kind of gave up. But like when I was five, like five, yeah, I thought five. I was going to be in the MLB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sure. definitely thought that I would be a, a professional hockey player. Did you play hockey growing up? I played roller hockey, and I was so delusional that at like 13, I was like, you know, I'll learn to ice skate eventually. I've got five years before my draft. <laughs> <laughs> and that should tell you everything that you need to know about me. You really master the stick yeah, work. Yeah, my music <laughs> career is like that too, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll get there eventually. Yeah, I'll definitely be successful. It's just a matter of time. Well, you guys, no, the, you guys are legit. I mean, we're, come do, on. we're doing very well now, but it legit. took a, it took a very long time to to do well. But anything does. I mean, you've worked with you've worked with some major. You guys work with some major bands. Yeah, some of my favorite bands. Have you have you worked with Twenty One Pilots yet? No, that's like my favorite. Like in your genre right now. Oh, nice. I, I think they were like the best show. I've seen some really cool people live. Yeah, I hear that they are very very good live. Oh man. Tyler Joseph is unbelievable, and I, you guys have a synth, and you're, I think the synth is such a key component of. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm not a big musician, but I think having a synth in a band is huge for me right having now. Having synths is is very. It just adds very a great good. element, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. I, it, that, yeah. So I saw you guys had a synth player. I'm like, okay, these, this is my kind. <laughs> this is my kind of jam already right here. Yeah, and then like, you tour with Walk the Moon. Yeah. Um, who, by the way, if I'm ever in a lift. And I'm bored. I tell the Lyft driver that I'm the lead singer of Walk the Moon. Dude. This is something I do. I do you really yeah. do that? 
Yes, and I get them to play Shut Up and Dance. If it's a short one, I'll get them to play Shut Up and Dance with me, and I'll kind of just sing along, like, pretending to be hungover. And they're like, oh, wow, you're pretty good. Like, you are, like, they, like buy it. They <laughs> I don't buy know why, it. I don't, I don't know. know why they buy it either. It's, it's unbelievable. Because I'm a very, very mediocre singer, and I'm sure my <laughs> sister looking at us right now is, like, he's not even, like, that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I really will sell I mean, listen, it's about how you can sell it, in a sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, you get them at a vulnerable, <laughs> vulnerable moment. Can't even talk. Because they're driving, so they can't like look you up and, and For know sure. that you're not actually the <laughs> you person. Should, you very clearly don't even look like the guy. You, you should have him on the show. He lives I in LA. W- oh, I wish. I would love yeah. to. I would yeah. love to have him. I would honestly like even like a segment. I would love to just. I'll pay for the lift myself. Just to we get could donate to charity. I would just love to ride around with him in lifts and me be the lead singer and him be like, oh yeah, it's my my bodyguard, or, like my coffee guy, and just, you know, something like along the lines like that. But then, Mr. Wives, you guys have really touched down with all the. How do you guys get involved with these people? Do you continue to work with them? Uh, in a sense, uh, usually it's usually it's um, touring or meeting at a show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the people in Mr. Wise are really good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a fun little community, and there's not like a ton of people like doing things at the level that we're doing it. So you kind of like get to make friends and uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good niche in a sense. Yeah, and, and you can really have like uh, conversations that you can't have with other people just about creativity or business things Mm -hmm. or or like you know what's your life like how do you deal with like this thing when you're away from home to like maintain your relationships with Mm -hmm. people home or stuff like that so it's uh it is unique there's like a couple hundred people on earth who probably like get what you're talking yeah who can like really have the same conversation what's your touring schedule like uh, we're probably gone like 200 days a year. Really? Yeah. So you guys are you guys are really moving. Yeah, we've been wow. very busy for the last like four or five years. That's good. That that is I I I don't know what like a standard is, but I can imagine more than 150 is more than half is a lot. Yeah, 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 for sure. A lot. For sure. What's like the cool? What's your favorite place you ever played? Like most surprising, just out of curiosity. People people always ask that, and I'm I'm uh, uh I'm a person who likes good food and good coffee, so. Okay. Uh, you know, any of the big cities are exciting. Uh, I love Portland. I love Austin. We went to University yeah, of Texas. I hate touching. You Sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, we went to, I just grabbed him when he said Austin, <laughs> it Texas. It was a full grab. It was a full grab because we went to the University of Texas at Austin. Oh, cool. We're huge. We're going in a month back. Oh, We're nice. Where have you guys Austin. played in Austin? Uh, your names of places. Uh, yeah, I imagine it's pretty tough because you're going to yeah, a lot of places. Yeah. They're you know, touring 200. And yeah, is it quick turnarounds? Yeah, and like you know, you've done South by Southwest like three times. We haven't done it in a few years. It's it's like a you know thing you do in right. a bunch of small venues and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like we've basically played in like a million places on Sixth uh, Street, mm-hmm. where it's uh, and they've like turned over a few times now too. Yeah, like I was in uh, the Voodoo Donuts that's on Sixth uh-huh. Street uh-huh. now. Yeah, and I was staring at the American flag thing on the wall, and it took me ten minutes of staring at it to go. Oh my God! There was a stage there, and this was a bar two years ago, and this is where I played. Right? Yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, they're changing the bars there. Yeah, all, all the time. The time. All South by is an interesting. Pl- I mean, I, I think South by they kind of just all the bars that like we went to on yeah. Sixth Street in college. They just you know book shows in yeah. those venues. And I just saw just Mac, open, open I saw them Mac up. Miller randomly. Oh yeah. yeah. I just walked into a bar and like that's who I saw. Dude, it's it's crazy. I mean, all the like massive people do it now like you'll there and there's always like rumors too when you're there of, of like oh, i heard that like 
this person is playing at like this brand's yeah. like house. Yeah. The weekend is here. It's or ridiculous. Justin right. Timberlake is here. That and happened with like I think Childish Gambino was okay. playing at some yeah. like yes. forty person venue, and he yes. actually was there. Oh yeah, was yeah, he was there. yeah. I yeah. got I got coaxed into uh, a witch hunt for G Easy, and I like him, don't love him at all by any <laughs> means. I like him though. Okay. But, like, you know what I'm saying? I got yeah. And the worst case, he's super handsome. I don't know if you've seen like uh, what he looked. He's a really handsome dude, G Easy, okay. and it was me and five girls. Okay. So this witch hunt ended with the five of them getting to meet Handsome Jeezy and me getting kicked to the curb. <laughs> having to, there was no, there's they no, wouldn't let you no, in. there's like no lifts during like South by two. There was like a strike for like Lyft and Uber oh, during that yeah, time. Oh yeah, you have to have that like, uh, that like Ride Austin. Yes. I just I, deleted that from my phone like last week. Shout out to Ride Austin mm-hmm. for Making your app deletable. That no. is, yeah, that's a, it. Wasn't deletable. No, it was, but like, you, but like, you, <laughs> yeah, but you needed it because like yeah, you couldn't do yeah. like Uber or Lyft like for I, old times. Why sake. did I have to have like a city specific app on my phone? It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a show you guys were like, okay, uh, were you maybe not as psyched about? And because I think that could that. No, happen? I'm psyched about all the shows. I'm always happy to stand on stage, and I love everyone. Is there a surprise show? Is my question though. It's like, wow, I can. I did not believe I would love performing in this city for these people that much. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Th- there's been some places that, um, like, we do really, really, really well in Kansas City now. And the first time that we played in Kansas City, we played in Lawrence, which. I did not understand was not Kansas City, and I was just like, "Where am I? Like, this is, yeah, this is a strange day today." Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember a lot of people in Royals hats like shouting obscenities at us and stuff. And uh, do people get intense with you guys ever? Sometimes that that day, our guitar player was wearing a Yankees hat, and a, a Yank or a Royals fan like tried to fight him. But but <laughs> now we've gone back to Kansas City and you know proper like downtown and it's amazing and I love it and it's it's one of my favorite places it's to play. It's a very happening city. It's so cool. The, the pe- food is great. The coffee's great. Coffee. And, yeah. <laughs> Coffee. Yeah. The Chiefs food, are great. Chief, That's coffee, true, right? The Chiefs are yeah. The Chiefs yeah. are amazing. Yeah. It's like that. That is one of the coolest places to play in football. In KC. In KC, yeah, yeah is, is 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 there and the I, food? I really the bar. Are you a big barbecue guy? Uh. I'm a medium barbecue guy. I'm not. I'm not knowledgeable about it, but I enjoy it when it's there. Do you know if you like dry barbecue or wet barbecue? Uh, my taste buds say wet, and my fingers say dry. It's a solid answer. That is a really good answer. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you toss? I'm. I'm. I like sauce, so I'm a wet guy. Okay, I'm. I'm a dry guy through and through, even on chicken wings. And yeah. I'm sitting in the middle of both of you. Yeah, you're like riding the line strategically, not offending anyone. Yeah, I like all barbecue. Exactly. Why do you dude. think we put you in the middle? Yeah, that's why you're sitting in between us. It was obviously <laughs> it was obviously based off of barbecue. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want you to sit on this side and like me be over there and like have like, the feeling yeah, of the, you guys were getting up, yeah, get, getting up on me. Off. Yeah, it would have been it would have yep. been skew, for sure. So Kansas City's been a surprise for you guys, and yeah. now you guys so now you're kind of chilling out in Los Angeles for a little bit. Yes, you, I look. You don't have any shows here. We don't. Um, we are doing a tour coming up uh, in September and October. We're going out with a, a band called Bastille, so we'll be back here at the Greek oh, yeah. Theater. Yeah, Pompeii. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's um, super so cool song. It's one of my favorites. I yeah, I love the song. I song. never thought yeah. anyone would sing a song about it, and nor would I love it like that. <laughs> but it's like a really random thing to sing, but super creative. Totally. Yeah. So so that'll be uh, September, October, and uh, we have a new song coming out tomorrow which might be what? today depending on when this will be on the internet that is remy on the phone he's working it over there <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's working it uh but we have, we have a new song called obsession coming out uh, okay either right now or 
a few minutes ago or a few minutes from now. Sing is that a single? Yeah, we have a new record coming out uh, early twenty. Because I was reading, okay, I was reading yeah. about the new record. Is that yeah. going to be on the new record? Yes, it will be with Like a Kennedy. Yes, awesome. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Um, and then so you've recorded that already, and that's all done. Yeah, it's it's done. It's uh, being mixed right now, and then uh, we're kind of you know ramping up the the cycle, doing making the podcast rounds right now is what's happening. For sure, go you for know? it, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Hit all the sports podcasts while it's you fun. can. Really, well, it's it's fun because you get to. It's an open format. I can talk as long as I want. You can literally talk as long. You guys can edit it down, and I can just ramble on and on. Oh and no, on no, and no. We don't, we don't really oh, like seconds of a time the... and just continue to speak and waste everyone's time as they're listening and have them, you know, contemplate. Do I really want to listen to the rest of this episode? This guy could go on forever about nothing. <laughs> yeah, and that the best part about our show. I don't edit anything out. <laughs> so all of that is just going to thousand percent stay in there. So that's good to go. Um, yeah. So we'll move on to question, I guess, number two, we kind of delve. That was in. question one. Oh yeah, bro. It's talking points. Oh man. my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, question two, question two, we're second down biggest difficulty. So we've kind of touched upon it and we've grazed upon it, but like if you could pinpoint a moment or a couple, couple moments yeah. or sometimes like, Whoa, like I, I, cause I know in the podcast and that we've done this cause this is our 177th show. We've been wow. doing it for two years yeah. and we've had guests and we've had people come through, but it wasn't always like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? There was mm -hmm. definitely times where we wanted to put our heads through the wall and this sure. is a hard wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with, have you had, what are some specific moments if you don't mind delving in yeah. or releasing to the audience? Totally. So this is second down, second down. I'd like to, punt okay and i know that's not <laughs> smart um no uh you know it took us a, a a really really long time to have like any success on on any level and there there were definitely times in there where i, I described to you my level of of delusion with my, mm -hmm. my pro hockey career yeah and and i'm i'm 34 now and okay. in my brain still i'm like you know, someday I'll have a pro hockey career. And it's not like, I know that that's not true, but yeah. some part of me cannot like part with that idea. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm insane. So uh, music was like that too, but podcasting is like that, right? Yeah, for it, sure. You, you like really have to like hold on to the dream. And, and there were days where I was like, you know, I, I went to college. I have a degree in history and economics, you go? uh, SUNY Brockport. Okay. Yeah. State University of New York of course, schools. Yeah. Um, so yeah, where I, I, I was just like, you know, I, I have this degree, like maybe I should like get a job and then I could have healthcare and stuff. And, um, I made the bet to bet on myself and bet on creativity. Good and for it's, you. I mean, yeah. it, it's worked out, but, um, it's a wild thing to just like live with your parents forever and be like, no, no one wants to date me because they think I'm a joke. No one <laughs> wants to be friends with me because they all have to get up and go to work in the morning. No, you know yeah, what I mean? It's, no, it's, I know. It's, like, it's we have, wild. We're, we're, yeah. I mean, we're actors. We do the show and <clears throat> we obviously have other gigs. But yeah. Like, you know, help you out. also have each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's good, true. And good I don't point. want that to be lost on either one of you here. <laughs> Despite our barbecue preferences. Despite, Despite barbecue, barbecue preferences. preferences and other yeah. food preferences <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, but the... We actually both don't like tomatoes, which is like a good thing we could, you know, surmise on. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. That's a good ground. I'm trying to find a common ground that he's trying to bring us we closer have plenty, together. Plenty of common ground. To uh, <laughs> I'm talking about the, the food, around, the food realm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you've had, were you guys? So you went to college, right? And you had started this in high school. Yeah. Were there? Did you guys go to college together? No. Um, we all went to local schools, though. So um, it was pretty easy to like drive to. To practice and stuff. Were you, like how many times a week Rochester. were you practicing? Like, if you can recall, probably three. 
So you wow. So you in between school, you were really making the stat. You yeah, and really I, I, I was. Uh, I remember getting into a fight with uh, my counselor, the guidance counselor at the college, and they were trying to give me an eight o'clock in the morning class and a four or five p.m. class. No way. And I said, uh, "This is not going to work for band practice." And the guidance counselor looked at me and said, "Well, what's more important, your education?" or your band oh, have you and i looked at her and i said my band easily <laughs> easily and i was right <laughs> of course yeah. you were right yeah. because like dude like i mean there's what are you gonna like tell me that anthropology nothing against anthropology yeah. anthropology yeah. is cool yeah if you dig it but i'm not an anthropologist you're well, gonna tell me it's more important than my acting uh, career uh, it's well, not. yeah yeah and and once once i said that it was amazing how fast my schedule fell in line and i just had an eight o'clock nine o'clock ten o'clock and i was out yeah <laughs> and then you could just go and i was, I was like, like, gotta do oh, some. so it wasn't actually an obstacle you were just trying to like yeah. guilt me about priorities and it, and it didn't work so you guys work through college and once college is over then it kind of all becomes real like either we do this or we can go full out because sure. you can't really half-ass this shit sure and i worked at staples for six years really yeah retail and it was terrible. You worked at Staples for it, six. It wasn't easy. Years. Uh, I won't say it wasn't easy because I just kind of walked in circles and avoided managers while <laughs> you know the total number of hours ran up by my hourly wage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was. Uh, I mean, it was soul crushing. You know, there's Muzak playing. There was this one song by Steve Winwood uh, called "Higher Love," which to this day is my least favorite song because I felt like it was mocking me as I was like, you know, taking ink cartridges and putting them on the shelf. Yeah. Getting in your, like yeah. the one song that they always like, they, I used to work at a, my first job out of college. Um, well, my second job out of college was, I did two at a time was a, at a ramen restaurant. Okay. That's cool. And they used to play tainted love <laughs> at like 2 PM on the dot. Yo, I love that and song. I, I song. used yeah. to love that song, song on the two, but like, two PM on the dot. It's like, bump, bump. And I'm like, fuck. Have you have you ever listened to the rest of that album? I, no. Soft Cell. Uh, I need you to do that, and I need everyone else listening to do that. This, I can do that the, for the you. The album is called Nonstop Erotic Cabaret, mm-hmm. and it is the craziest shit I've ever heard. I love it. You it's, love it's it. It's amazing. What, yeah. what? Speaking of things that you've loved, kind yeah. of to delve away from like the, the yeah. you know like the hard times. Are you trying to go to third down now? No, no. I'm still okay. in second down, but right. I'm like I'm calling a timeout, and we're gonna change up the playbook <laughs> a little bit. We'll go back to the second down. We'll get back on the field in a hot second, but we're calling a timeout. TV timeouts. It's gonna be a little longer because the NBC. Okay. So sure. yeah. offensive coordinator Kellen Moore called the timeout. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell that story by the way, because that is a funny story. Well, we'll, we'll figure a way to snake that in. Um, but so influences we haven't even delved into that like who are guys like it doesn't have to be like a laundry list of people yeah. and it could be wacky or wonky like legit the people who really have like okay like a piece from there a piece from here yeah it, grab there it's it's honestly not not like that it's it's anyone who i think wakes up in the morning and feels what i feel which is like how can i be uniquely me today okay and uh i i think like kanye west is super inspirational uh people who do things that are like uh you know, not not even necessarily like the smart decision. They're just like, mm-hmm. sorry, I, I have to do that. Like, you know who I lo- I love Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins because he does stuff like, like he wakes up and looks in the mirror and he sees himself and then he goes, I'm gonna start a wrestling league today, or like just crazy stuff. And and he it's like uniquely him mm-hmm. and it, it's all a bad idea. Yeah. 
but but he has to do it because he's an artist, you know. And I think he, that's he just awesome. can't stop. That's interesting. Yeah. So you just pull from them, pull inspiration, and to get your own juices flowing. Yeah, sense. I just want to be uniquely uniquely me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, speaking of, I mean, the, the music videos we've watched are super interesting. I, I think they're cool. Like the Kennedy one was cool. I thought that was a good take. Thank you. Yeah, and the have you, have you ever shoot a music video at Staples just to kind of like bring it all back? Not not to you know get in your head, but like we, we did. And there is a music video for really? our song Destruction that I would encourage people to watch. And uh, it's this whole thing where basically uh, an iPod joins the band okay. and becomes the front man and slowly kicks everyone out of the band. Okay. And Joywave is just this like MP3 player. Mm. And uh, eventually he overdoses tragically. And there's this like, where are they now piece at the end that goes back to like the original band members. And it's me in the aisle at, uh, we actually shot it in an <laughs> office max and it's me just like staring at printers like it's yeah that's great. damn yeah that's, that's great dark. very well do you come up with pretty the meta do you come up with the concept <laughs> of the music video uh that one we did yeah some sometimes we're, we're working with directors that we well, just the daniels really shot yeah the daniels shot the tongues video tongues and that really, was yeah. like the easiest decision ever they sent us a treatment and we were like okay this is awesome they did they did uh turn down for what right yes and they had shot that like the week before really uh, tongues so when we met them they're like yeah we just did this like crazy dj snake and, and Lil john video and they're describing it to me i'm like huh that's interesting and then it's like this like <laughs> massive phenomenon yeah which, yeah it's yeah. like it's like it's almost like kind of the opposite end of the spectrum too it's like yeah. two different ball games in a yeah. sense yeah um so you do you do you, who writes those songs me lyrically uh-huh. uh yeah uh i i like generally demo things out and then uh the guys come in when it's time to record and everyone makes things a little bit better because i'm not a, i'm not a great player uh so everyone is better at like guitar and bass and and drums than i sure am. everyone yeah. brings something to the table exactly. yeah i think that's that's like the cool thing about a band right is yeah that, like, they, you, you kind of know your strengths you know your right. weaknesses and then you you divvy it out from there i definitely think that like that's something that's really interesting you know essentially you guys work for yourselves really in yeah. the sense that you're making your own art and that's like kind of a scary place to be in but you also probably would never get any type like the same level of fulfillment that you would get doing anything else clearly not totally. working at staples right i don't want to go back to working at staples um <laughs> I, bottom, think, I think bottom, you're, i think you're i just want to make there. it clear that i don't want to work at staples <laughs> to any anymore. staples don't don't rip no, up my don't resume. even think about hiring me yeah not gonna happen again so were there times though Working at Staples, going through this, they'd be like, "Okay, I can't do, that. I can't do this anymore." Or was yeah, it? Yeah, I well, I ended up quitting Staples like years before we were successful, just because I, I was like, I, "I cannot do this anymore. It's the most depressing thing in the world, and I need to get even better at, at what I'm doing." So I, I stopped. Uh, I lived at home. I made like no money. My parents were cool and let me, you know, live at home and, and have my childhood and bedroom go, and just go for it. Yeah, and and go for it. And so I would just write songs all day, every day. And uh, eventually, our song Tongues came out. Yeah, great. Uh, of, of that. And uh, that kind of got the ball rolling a little bit. And we got signed. And now I get to do podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. And was there a time in the band you're like, I can't even do the band anymore? Like, it's gotten too hard? Or was there a breaking point? No, that there was, there was a time where um, I was doing, uh, I did a little bit of like commercial work like commercial scoring okay because it, it was uh it didn't like it's pretty easy for me you know yeah, what I mean? sure. like, like they would be like here's a here's a t-mobile commercial and we'll give you like a couple hundred bucks to like try like you know the music for it was like the motorcycle jumps through the 
3G logo or or something like that. Be like, okay, cool. So I would, I would like do that. And there there was a moment where uh, a couple of the ones that I'd done got used. Okay. And and the company that I was doing it for uh, freelancing for it was stoked, and they were they were like, hey, you know, like maybe you should like do this. And I was like, man, the band is so unsuccessful, and like, how many years can I make zero dollars for? You know, like maybe I need to like go into this other avenue, which is like adjacent to what I really want to be doing, but at least it's like using my talents. Yeah. In some, um, in some facet you're being, you're using yeah. it. And then kind of right around that time is like, is like when, when tongues hit too. And it was, it was like, Oh, thank God. And then tongues was on a Google yeah. commercial. Yes. So yeah, you kind of, kind so of it was almost circle. like yeah. a commercial scored that. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> Everyone go get the Nexus four P brand new came full circle. And you, have you had other feature? You had a song on FIFA. Am I correct? Or am yeah. I just Tongue, tongues was on FIFA. We've, we've had quite a few songs on, on the sports games. Um, dangerous was on Madden. Mm-hmm. Um, been on plenty of TV shows as well. I think destruction might've been on Madden. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of sports stuff. We have not had a song on the NHL game though, which is very upsetting to me, dude. That's and I feel like you guys, that's like, the, the it, sport it that you guys like fit the no most. Brain. It, yeah. We've had like very, baseball ones, like all, very all synth. Sorts of them. NHL is very synth for sure. The songs. Yeah, I, sure. Not that I again, not that I know a lot about <laughs> music, but I just I'm like wow, like I could hear it. Like, yeah, now yeah, yeah, I have yeah. an ear for it. Yeah. But did, do any of the guys? I know you're sitting around a huge video game guy, but are any, any of the guys in the band like Madden guys? Like wow, this is like super cool for them. Or um, no. No. One. <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. You know, it doesn't have. Don't make it up. It doesn't have yeah, to be. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone played. Everyone played like Tony Hawk and stuff as a, as a kid. Pro skater you know, so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, we that, at summer camp we had that was the only video game we had. It was Tony Hawk Pro oh, Skater really? too. Yes, we had uh, uh, our music video for the song. Somebody knew is this like skateboarding? Yes, that you I seen? saw yeah. that. Yeah, and Where it's like all like glitchy it. and all yeah. like Tony Hawk inspired. And Tony Hawk actually saw it and tweeted the video. And we got to play the X Games in Austin. And Tony Hawk like introduced us on stage. No so way. We, yeah, we got to hang with him for a little bit. It was really nice. So that was when. When was that? Was that in like 2014? Yeah, yeah we were. That's a Sick. We were there. I, we, were, we were in college then. Yeah. We were yeah. freshmen. I didn't go to those X Games, but I was really bummed that I did. <laughs> I wish I had. Dude, you should've. played the X Games. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But how, how, cool. is the, how is the X Games live? Awesome. Like, I, we, I mean, we weren't there super long. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I, I never skateboarded as a kid or anything. Sure. So, but I remember, you know, seeing it on TV and being like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It was, it was crazy to see how big, like, the 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 vert ramp. Yeah. Is it, mm-hmm. is it huge in real life? Huge. Yeah. And you're like, how would people even plot? They yeah. plummet down. How, these and how do you figure out that you can do that? Like, I would never try <laughs> that for the first time. And be like, I, th- I think I can do. Like, it's I mean, like they're gonna the, die. They were the kid that was at the top of the hill riding down. You know, and yes. they were just like, it's no. It's the fear. guy that swallows the sword. I'm like, what? Yeah. When? How, yeah. When? <laughs> yeah. Like when? Yeah. That could have easily gone very poorly. Yeah. It can. Yeah. Like, yeah. Any moment. Yeah. Any moment. And then like, he does it, and then he's like. Let's put it on fire and do yeah. it again. Yeah, let's yeah. keep doing it. <laughs> the guy yeah. that like spins around, or the girl that like you know kicks her leg over the top and like can shoot the bow and arrow with her feet while balancing one hand on like a little stick. It's like, wow, how crazy? How do you even determine that? Like, yeah, like you're like I'm sitting here like, wow, I can't believe like how did I find out that I'm into podcasting? Like how did I find out that I'm into being a lead singer? And then there's dudes out there like in front of like people like yeah. swallowing swords. Yeah, any wrong motion, it's toast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did I figure out that I can spin twenty plates? at a time or something like, you know, <laughs> there was a, yeah, that was that a, one, that, that one, one moment. If she's one, amazing. The, yeah. Yeah. The Asian, we used to go to, we used to at our basketball games. We had for like a long period of time in college, we had the same act come through. It was this woman 
and we'd all be hammered in the stands, obviously, just super rowdy. And it was this one petite Asian woman who would come in, and she'd be on a unicycle, like a tall one, though, like a humongous unicycle, like a 10-footer. And then she would, like, be balancing, and she would kick bowls and cups from her foot and catch them on her head. Whoa. And it's like, how? Yeah. Where do you get the space? Because you have to have a passion for catching ceramic things <laughs> yeah. and also for unicycling. And which you is have like, to have the budget. Yeah. so you unrelated. Have to have both passions. And yeah. the budget to, like, how much has she broken? Yeah. You know? It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Super crazy. Uh, we'll kick it to third down. Um, you kind of touched upon what you're working on and what's going on right now and the, and the new stuff that you're touring with. Yeah. If you want to go more in depth on that, like, what's your newest stuff that you're working on and, and further things happening for Joywave right now? Sure. The, the newest thing is uh, the new track obsession. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll kind of be the focus for, you know, the next month or so as we get going into uh, this fall tour with Bastille. Um, and then early 2020 will be the, uh, the record. Can you talk cool. a little bit about just like where the ideas for that, you know, that album like came from if, sure. if at yeah, all, yeah, if yeah. at all, or if yeah. it was just random thoughts in your head? No, it's, it's very much, uh, a deliberate thing. Uh, the record is called possession and it's really about like control. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, my, my own life and feeling like that kind of slipping away, being gone 200 days a year mm-hmm. and, yeah, you know, my schedule road. being full every day and, uh, people want things from me or need things from me. Really? And, uh, that kind of tied in with the fact that anytime any of us turn on the TV, we feel like we are powerless and so many things are happening and the media is screaming things in your face every yeah. day. Care about this or like this thing's happening. The world is ending. Like There's like channels I can't even watch anymore. Right, exactly. And how are you supposed to focus on things like, hey, I'm doing this podcast or, li- or like I'm acting or like I have to pay my rent or like care about my family or like think about do I want to have kids or and you can't do any of that yeah. because it, we're all just like paralyzed and so the whole album is put together with uh, samples from this thing called the Golden Record, which is attached to the front of Voyager, a spacecraft launched by NASA in the 70s. Okay. And it's these sounds of, of Earth on this record for aliens to find. And the record is strung together with samples from this because it's the furthest thing that we've ever launched. It's like 14 billion years. Or, how sorry, you, how, 14 billion miles. How are you miles. able to do that? How are you able to get, like, I, I don't know I, how rights I flew were like. 14 million miles out to the golden record. That explains a lot. You seem like you've been to space. And I I flew right back. Um, No, uh, you can actually, um, one of the great things about NASA is since it's taxpayer funded, uh, the things are public domain. Ah, So uh, it's it's pieced together with these, uh, you know, the sounds of Voyager, the sounds of Earth from the furthest zoomed out perspective that mankind could possibly have to say like, Hey, our our learned political and ideological differences really shouldn't like everyone's taking everything to heart way yeah. too much, and it's like we all are on the same team, and like everybody's gonna die if we stay this polarized. I mean, yeah. you know, it's so truthful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, everyone is ne- just it's so easy to take the opposition, and everyone's doing it. Yeah, it's any at any point people can get. Yeah, and it's like Red Sox and Yankees fans need to be able to come together and say. It's I, just baseball. I I have fans there, and you know what? I, that's a, it is actually a good point though. It's like funny, but like it's true though. Like I have bu- like a lot of my buddies are Yankee fans because I'm yeah. from New York. Yeah, 
but will after like the go to hell, go to hell, like I hate you, I hate yeah. you, I hope your family dies. Like yeah. after you get past like the first like five minutes of banter, it's like uh, okay, and then you could talk. Next thing you know, you're talking baseball, you're talking stats, you're getting nerdy about yeah. it, and and that's fine. But there's guys I go to like you go to like a Red Sox Yankees game at Fenway, or at worst, honestly, at Yankee Stadium, there are people out for blood. Well, you just made Yankee Stadium out to be the bad guy. You said it's worse because just by based you on think, you think it is worse based on experience. Okay. Based on based also, on trial and error. So I think about no 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 no. I've you know what I've seen. You just said there's very good people on both sides, is what you said. There are, but I've seen uh, having been to both. Having been to both, I've seen actually I've seen a more violent act occur at Fenway, but overall I've felt way more hatred than people have given hatred. Do you th- do you think that's because of you can't? fathom the idea that Red Sox fans could be like you could be the bad guys no they totally could be okay there are people there are Southies that go to the game yeah. just to get kicked out and you could see them you could yeah. see them come into the second inning stumble in okay and you could bet your bottom dollar that by the seventh inning they'll be dragged out okay. some way or another I'm, I'm totally just playing devil's advocate <laughs> for sure but, know. but uh, you um, know yeah. what I mean yeah absolutely I think that I don't know the Sox you know Fenway's a way older stadium mm-hmm They've got the new stadium they just built in New York. I feel like it's really nice. Like the inside of it's I've, really nice. I've been to both stadiums. Okay. And it's in Yankee Stadium is the only stadium where I've had sushi right. while watching baseball and been right. like, this, this is really good. I think that changes like the general vibe of everyone it there. Does. And Fenway, you're sitting there and uh, it's not as nice as City. No, the it, seats aren't as nice either. You're kind of agitated. You're like, I can't you're believe that people used to be this small. Right. Right, like I, I fit in the seat, but barely, and I'm like a skinny six foot man. Just thinking about it, it makes me want to fight someone. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Josh, I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> sure, maybe I'm not saying. Listen, if you ask me, what's a more aggressive place, Boston? I don't think anybody. There's a reason The Departed took place in Boston and not in Brooklyn. It's just like a fact. It's a very aggressive movie. I'm simply saying it is an aggressive place, but the people in New York are way more eager to say something. Okay to get to chirp at you, to get involved with you, and really try to get under your skin and cause something. Boston, it's it's all or nothing. It's either we're going to throw down or not. I'm not going to make a scene about it. I, I think all of that is, uh, you know, kind of pales in comparison to some of the, like, European soccer riots. You oh, see for sure. Yeah, that's absolutely. Nuts. That is like, like Lord of the Rings just, like, coming together. And yeah, it's, that's, it's that, crazy. I, I've, how, I've, can, how can you hate someone that much for having, like, a, a different opinion than you? Yeah. You know? Because of, like, where they just like that grew up like what city they grew up in. that is yeah, legit but that, but or who they arbitrarily said like because yeah, they didn't grow up yeah. in one of those cities and they yeah. were like well Leicester's not good so like i'm a liverpool fan yeah i pledge allegiance to liverpool I'll, yeah i'll never i'll never hate it Derek jeter is one of my favorite athletes of all time i'll never hate it hate a yankee fan but people like barcelona fans and real madrid fans like really don't like people like, hate each other yeah. in soccer yeah i studied in florence for a bit and they used to do a thing there i think you actually might find this cool where they used to take, um, they used to separate the city into like eight teams, eight regions. Okay. And the best soccer players from the eight regions will come together and play in the streets a game of soccer. And that when I mean the best players from their regions get to play, if you are from that region but still a best player and still in prison, you are allowed to leave prison and wow. come play in this game. That's really cool. Yeah. Cool, right? Crazy. I didn't go. Has, any, like, has anyone <laughs> planned like a like a prison break like oh, that? Oh no, bro. They're guards. This is okay. no fuck around, dude. I've never seen anything like it. Because if I was in prison there, I would be like, 
I'm going to get really good at soccer. Screw the NHL. Fuck the NHL. I'm getting good at soccer. I do soccer now. Yeah. I'm the best player. Just let me go to the tryout. I <laughs> promise I'm the best. Other inmates are like making shanks yeah. And, yeah. and you're like <laughs> grabbing leather everywhere you can find it to craft <laughs> to a ball. Craft a ball. Yeah. 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 Using your bedding yeah. to stuff it. Yeah. yeah. That's, you, that's a really good movie. Someone should make that. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll throw it. Soccer prison break film. We'll throw it in the docket, honestly. All in Italian, too. I'll get really good at Italian. We'll just hire someone to kind of translate it. Uh, how do you guys get involved with Bestia? Like, what was the process like with that? You kind of it was it kind of like the thing you're saying with the, you guys just meet each other, happenstance, like, hey, let's tour together. Uh, I I've never met any of them. Um, really, but uh, we share a, a booking agency, and it's cool. just one of those things where you answer the phone, and it's like, of of course we'll be there. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a massive tour. It's gonna be yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you guys start off in? Uh, I think Philadelphia. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is there and what's the, was there a state? Is there a place or like a venue that you haven't played yet that you are itching to play at? Uh, no. You're just cool with whatever. Yeah, I, and people always have those like like Red Rocks. We played Red Rocks, and I was, I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, we played MSG. Same. I was like, this is cool. MSG is. I prefer actually seeing <laughs> oh a concert. What? No, I, I do. I prefer to see a concert at MSG than a game. Okay, I've never seen a game at MSG. I did get to go in the Rangers locker room, though. Dude, how was that? It was real cool. Yeah? Yeah. Do you hate them? Or not, no. Do you not like them? No, I, I, I'm I, I'm a Buffalo Sabres fan, but yeah. I'm such a hockey fan that like I just love the Good. league. Good, geeked out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's very few games that I won't watch or like a team that I would like actively root against. I'm was it like everything it. you thought it would be, though? The locker room was cool? Yeah, yeah, it was it was really cool. And uh, uh, Kevin Shattenkirk, the okay. defenseman for the Rangers, or he was last year. Mm-hmm. He he had like come to shows before, so we left him a uh, uh, pick. Oh, <laughs> really? Awesome. Room, I, I, I like hit that. it up that in is, his uh, cool. in his locker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he I, still hasn't found it. He's I don't like, know if he they did. cleaned out his locker until someone yeah. has a different lock. Like, yeah. why is this dude? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like them. Go take the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think it's a great. That's a great venue. Did you have a show? Who did you? Who do you play with there? Or do you guys go solo? We opened for uh, Walk the Moon and Thirty Seconds to Mars there. Oh, let, they're yeah, they're yeah. they're huge in Europe. Yeah, that was massive. Yeah, which is awesome because we played with them in North America. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. True, massive true, in Europe. True, yeah, massive in Europe. But now they, they, I'm just saying, as I, you know, people <laughs> think of, but people think of Thirty Seconds to Mars and they're they're big, but they yeah. don't realize how big they are across the pond. They're one of the totally. biggest global. I'm just that's my point. They're yeah, one of the I, biggest global bands. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I see playing. like in Russia, they're like huge. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, you see like foot. It's like it looks like a I don't know, Stalin military parade or something. When like he, like when, uh, when they come playing through. There. Yeah, there's so many people. It's crazy. That's a great trio of bands to really get together and and get get a show going. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a fun run. Cool. It was right. the fun run. The fun. <laughs> right on. And I think we'll go to fourth down, Terry. Your favorite sports memory. It could be punt. You, punt. Punt. It could be while you played, something you've seen, anything. Okay. Let me let me think of uh, a good one here. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, my dad is from Ohio originally. He's a huge sports guy. He's a Cleveland Indians fan. He's a Notre Dame football guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went to a, a Notre Dame game when I was a kid. We, we would go pretty frequently. Um, and... Uh, it was like, I was probably like four or five or something. And, you know, my dad would be like, you want to wait outside and get the player's autographs? Like, you have, like, the program and stuff. I was like, yeah, of course I want to do that. So uh, Jerome Bettis was playing for Notre Dame at the time. It was okay, when he yeah. was in college. The bus. The bus. And uh, he comes out of the locker room, and he's not signing autographs for anybody. He's just, like, 
you people are crazy. I'm trying to go back to my dorm room like I'm a kid, you know? So he's kind of going through people. And uh, he knocks me over, like, on my ass, like, completely. <laughs> and he, like, looks down, and he's like, oh, I just knocked over a kid. So he, like, help, he, like helps me up. He signs my program for me, and then he goes back to <laughs> bussing people. So I was, like, the only person who got an autograph, and so I you got, got leveled you got, by the bus. You got trucked by the bus. Yeah. You were the only person, yeah. the only guest you've had to get and trucked I, by and the bus. And I had a concussion, and um, still a lot of symptoms that uh, Jerome <laughs> Bettis caused in my life. So Jerome Bettis has been a plus Jerome and a minus. Bet- <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. I was, I was so happy that I got the autograph. Oh, my God. Yeah. You got tr- I would love, yeah. uh, to this day, I would I would get run over by the bus to, right now. If he came into this room, I would. that would be like one of stipulation. I have that for <laughs> You got to like, hit me. Like, did, John, you know, did you know in the moment that that was Jerome Bettis? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How big was he? Uh, like, uh, now that you know what people, like, back then, least, I'm sure. At least twice as big as me when I was five. At least twice. Okay. Anything, anything bigger than that is, like, unfathomable when he you're was, five. Yeah, he, he was, was huge. He's one of the biggest running backs of all time. If not, like the, he's, yeah. if not, like, the, the biggest guy to play halfback. I've, I've never looked up his stats. I think he's bigger adult. than all three of us combined right now. Mm-hmm. He's huge, man. His stats, he's not He's not a big, he's just a bruising back. It's yeah. not like a, he's not a speedster. I think his career average might be around four yards per carry, which is nothing, no spectacle, nothing to write home about. But he's, he was like a, a goal line kind of guy. Yeah. You know, hey, like, but some quick maths here. If you run the ball three times and gets you four yards per carry, that's a first, first down. First down and some. Yeah. 12 yards, baby. That is quick maths. So no punt, no punt needed. You, know, you, you don't need the Joy Wave punt special, baby. No, no. I, I think that's, uh, that's, that's probably my favorite. Uh, oh, that's a great That's one. an amazing. Yeah. That yeah, was a really awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked Thanks. With I just one. made it up. Any nice no, I didn't. <laughs> any nice Sabres moments? Uh, yeah, um, quite a few. I mean, I've you know I've been uh, a hockey fan for a really really long time. Who, mm-hmm. Who's y'all's biggest rival? As you know, and many of our listeners know, Josh and I are not the most uh, sure. adept so in, in hockey. Here, here's mm-hmm. the thing about rivalries uh, with the Sabres right now. There there really aren't any because right. the, te- the team has not had a, a particularly good decade. It's but against we have themselves. A, it's, against, <laughs> yeah. it's a rivalry. It's an internal <laughs> battle. Yeah, it's a rivalry against like draft position or something at this point. But you have that one. You have one guy, Eichel. We have Jack Eichel, who is awesome, and he's he's a Boston guy. He's like the kind of like yeah. the prince that was promised for you guys specifically. Totally. He's yeah. not been. He was was he taken after McDavid? Is that he was taken right after McDavid? Yeah, and um, yeah, he's he's great. But um, he's been good though. He's been. It's not like it's not even totally. And he's he's a, he's a competitor. Like we the. The team is is very cool to us, and like we've gotten to do some stuff together and for like sure. play awesome. games. Um, so we occasionally get to like go like talk to the players after a game mm-hmm. and stuff. And Eichel's awesome. He's like he's such a competitor in a way that I haven't seen from anyone in Buffalo in a, in a really long time. Like you can tell he just hates losing, and like yeah, that's, guy, that's what you very need. few guys at that level that can take that. I'd say always a shock to me, like a Jay Cutler guy. Who was kind of who I don't think was cool with losing. Yeah. But he was like, okay, that is what it is. That, that's the thing is like, there's some guys who can who maybe correctly rationalize that like, wow, I'm really lucky to be a pro athlete. Mm-hmm. My life is real cool. I get to do the thing that I love, and like, I should be okay with it. And like, that's awesome for that person. Like, they're probably happy every day. But like, when you're the fan base. You want to you want to not see that, you know what I mean? You want to be like, what What do you mean you're lucky? You're not you're not lucky. I'm over here suffering, watching loss after loss. Like, and I don't I ha- and I don't have there. the millions of dollars. Yeah, like I need you to get out there and like 
play for like watching the team do well makes me have a good day. Mm. So you you want to see that that passion from the players, and uh, Eichel absolutely has that. Yeah, he's he's twenty two. He's yeah. been in like for four years, dude. It's it's crazy. It's scary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were, you were touching on it just about like how early these guys really get recruited in hockey. It's crazy, dude. It's insane. Like they're they're eight. You know, McDavid's like the best player in the league at this point, and he's twenty one, twenty two. It's right. unbelievable. And he was on people's radars actually since he was ten. Oh yeah, and you you ever look up the? Uh, I was curious about this because you know, like like you just said, the the age where these guys end up on end up on the radar and mm-hmm. i was able to find an interview with Sidney crosby mm-hmm. in his local newspaper when he's five or six and if you look at his answers they're like what he would give now <laughs> like it's like he knew the he like already thing. had a marketing he was like, was like ready he's, he's like I'm just, I'm just lucky to be playing you know at six years old in like the local hockey league you know right. I'm, lu- I'm lucky to be where i'm at and like you know, I, a lot of a lot of weight on me. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous. He's that's he's wild. Understanding it at at age six, and I I didn't have that, and that's probably why he doesn't have any any controversial <laughs> tweets, <laughs> right? Yeah, and or these, a Twitter account. These guys. Yeah, I guess his parents had like a, curbing, the most yeah. foresight ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. dude, like it's it's crazy. Like, but like, once you're good in hockey. Like once you hit, once you're like kind of like Ovechkin's 33 and he's still leading leading goals, so it is a young man's game. But it's also like once you're kind of grandfather and you're you're chilling. Like when you can, you can right. kind of look how long he play. Yeah, uh, there's goalie. Yager played. That guy Yager played, played forever. Yeah. Lemieux played till he was old. I mean, these guys, the goalies go forever. You know. Yeah, it's it is, it's kind of like, the the forwards really age out first. I I think they basically you peaked when you're a forward by like age 27 now. Speed, yeah. Which is really crazy because yeah, for the for the forwards, it's it's all about speed. And then the defensemen, you know, you guys, you have guys like Zidane Chara who's still playing for Boston. And he's right. definitely not as effective as he used to be. Nah, he's done. But he's a giant body. Six yeah. eight. Yeah. I mean, I, guess, I mean, he <laughs> yeah. bro. Guy that was yeah, on the Stars and multiple other teams that played for Sergey Sergey Zubov. Oh yeah, played he played for, forever. Yeah, he played forever. Mm-hmm. Just because he could rip, he could rip it. Yep. He, he could, could hit guys. Rip yeah. Gino slice. It's a good term we learned. What is it? Gino is a goal. Gino is a goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We do something called like. I mean, so on the Frozen Four, we do. We were telling you about before the show. I've never heard that before. So I'm trying to do the Frozen Four. So the Frozen Four. I'll throw. I think you'll like this. I'll throw like two or three terms at you, and let's see if you can guess what they mean or figure out what they mean. I think you guys should move to an all learning about hockey format. You know what though? (laughs) It's it's one of our favorite segments. It's one of our favorite segments because it's so ridiculous. And (laughs) Toss always ends up dying in the segment. And then yeah. it's like a kind of like Kenny kind of thing. It's like our South Park in a sense. <laughs> okay. And people really like it. People who even love hockey and are like, why, why isn't there more hockey on the show? Like, wow, like that was really cool. Like, I'm like they get lost in the why, sauce. Why isn't there more hockey on the show? Did you just, did you guys just like not invest in it growing up emotionally? I think, it, I think to to parallel it, it's kind of like how you outsource some of the instrument playing to other people. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> just like you know, it's it's smart of us you, not to necessarily only the hockey. Yeah. Well, I I feel like when you guys kind of came of age it was kind of like probably the like dead puck era right a little bit when it's like we got hurt by the, we got hurt by the lockout a bit yeah. i mean on, yeah doubt i mean the stars are a good hockey franchise at yeah, least totally. for being in texas yeah um but they won their last cup in 99 i was quite young when that happened it turns out that that was actually uh against the buffalo that's sabers right. that's right and uh the foot was in the crease and that should not have counted I wow. was I was four years old, so I, I don't. That's so you're can, saying it's not your fault, but it kind of is. Not your fault. <laughs> the uh, hey, <laughs> I'll, I'll take the championship. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's I don't know, the cup. Sorry, the, like, cup. You, the cup. <laughs> little toss blue is like foot into the into the thing. But you know, I think with hockey, what it was is, 
I think your love for sports came through playing. So his favorite sport is basketball. Yeah. Okay. Mine came through numbers, and the best, and the I think the best like sports stat wise is baseball. So sure. That's my favorite sport is yeah. baseball. Okay. And so it kind of like, and then I was Boston fans. The Patriots were good, and I fell in love with fantasy sports. And football was a thing. Sure. Basketball, I kind of like rode the wave into that. Ray Allen was my favorite player came to Boston and kind of like that exploded for me in a way. And okay. like it, so it, it kind of popped and exploded and I kind of grew into those three sports plus college, I think is I'm a yeah. big, I'm a huge draft nerd. Yeah. 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 So like NFL I, draft, I, I love the NHL draft. Like okay. I spend so much time like reading about the players before they get picked and like looking where the Sabres are drafting yeah. and, and, and all that. It's super interesting to me. And it's, it's funny. It's like, I, I don't know. I just like knowing about what's coming next. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, it's like once the players are like, you know, 25 or something. It's like, all right. So that, that's like their ceiling. And then I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm like, all right, cool. So like, who do we got the, next? The next guys. Like, yeah. Well, I mean like the access that you have into these young kids, like you were able to find that clip of Sidney Crosby, which crazy, is, which is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But like, I'm looking, Googleable. I'm yeah, it's so Googleable. Yeah. I'm like looking at kids who are like 13 and I'm like watching their highlight reels that, that are like basketball guys because yeah. that's so, I mean, everyone takes video now. I like, everyone yeah. does. I looked at a kid the other day. I was watching his, I was watching his tape on basketball and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to ESPN and look at where his ranking is for, co-. he's not even ranked. He can't even be ranked yet. Cause he's so, they'll do up to 2021, which I think those kids are like sophomores now or, or juniors. And they'll do like top 50 sophomores, which is crazy. Yeah. And you know what? The craziest part about these rankings on ESPN and especially in basketball, they don't change. So they can really nail it now and keep it that way. It's not like it's guys, not a lot of shakers and movers, really. And you do, the amount, I used to go to the NFL draft. Yeah. And it's just like the amount you can know and the speculation and the idea of, okay, what's next? And it's always, I mean, I guess it could be the artist in you in a sense is like driving for something more. Okay, I have this. This was cool. I love this song or I love this album was great, but now we need to go. I have, you know, I have something in me. I have to go and find something yeah. what's next to what's on the horizon. I, I have a, a question for you guys that I think ties ties in music and, and sports Shoot. in that, uh, you know, being a, being a young person doing it, you're trying to get noticed, right? Like you're okay. trying to be yeah. like, check out my band or like my music or like I'm really good at basketball or, or whatever. I want scouts to notice me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the best people get noticed every time, or do you think that it's a thing where, like, perhaps the best football player of all time never got to play in the NFL because the right scout didn't see him? He played in, like, North Dakota or something, and his family situation wasn't one that allowed his parents to, like, take him to the the right football camp or, like, the right place to get noticed, where it just didn't happen for that person in the same way that, like, I bet the best musician who ever lived didn't get their song heard. And that person probably was not able to, to be a musician. Well, there's guys. Yeah. Do you I see mean, what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you're, I think you're hundred percent. Well, I think, I think notion, the, the one difference between the two is that music is a little bit, it's more subjective sure. than, than athletics. That's or at least point. in the way that we we measure athletics with certain standards. Right. This guy can beat this guy in, in a race. In a race. Yeah, you right. can't right. like tell sure. me He otherwise. hits more three-pointers than this sure. guy. Sure. Like, Th- those, are, those are facts, whereas like right. I can't be like, my song is 50% better than right. this other song. Because it's like, well, I don't... Right. Where, I don't show like me the numbers. Genre, there are no numbers. Like, I don't like country, so that's why I don't like your sure. song. You know, I think like, in, that's a good point. Yeah. I, think, I think a lot of people... I think, a lot, I think more people are lost in music, and it could be a bit of a... It could be a bit of a basic statement... But I think people are lost in music because of the culture of music, especially maybe not so much now, but prior to this. Mm-hmm. And you actually, you'll see it now too. Th- there's so much. There's there's, a, there's seven million songs being released this year. Seven million. How many of them do you think you'll hear? 
No, like a hundred, maybe. Yeah, maybe because yeah. I still I still love my old music. Right, I yeah. still listen. My favorite band is Bruce Springsteen, E Street Band, till the day I die. That is my jam. That's <laughs> right? my jam. Yeah, but like well, I'll and always then people listen. also like I'll listen to one song, hundred and fifty times until oh, I get, yeah until I get bored of it. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Like you listen to like I listen to a, book, a bunch of your songs, you know, this throughout the week. But then I latch onto a couple, yeah. and that's what I listened to this week. Totally didn't know any. I couldn't tell you what was released this week because I could do you latch think, onto that shit. Do you think that the great kids in sports though get noticed? Most of the time, or yes, you, because there's there's an element in music, like aside from like what you yeah. can measure it, mm-hmm. and I, with the basic statement I'm getting at is I think there's an element of cult of the culture. So if you're an athlete, like you see your kid, especially nowadays, you see your kid has that talent, you are going to cultivate it. And like a guy like Tom Marinovich, who played for the Raiders, the quarterback, they cultured him too much to the point where he's bringing his own cakes to birthday parties, and there's too much, and he kind of falls in, and he falls through the cracks to the drug culture. And I think there's a drug culture and a drinking culture and an on-the-road culture, and there's there's a substance abuse culture, which is like another element to music, which allows people to fall through the cracks more. Totally. Than don't see in the NFL or like other leagues like that. But yeah, I mean, you could go to, totally. like, you get, I think the best players kind of get to go to college and get, like the, if you're a really good, if you're a really good football player, like Jerry Rice did not go to a big university, right? He, he still made the NFL. Like, but there are guys who get drafted, Tom Brady, Allah, who gets picked in the sixth round. He's now the greatest quarterback of all time, who felt, who literally felt that Mon, Joe Montana was a third round pick. Yeah. Guys fall through the, Dan Marino was not the first quarterback. I think he's the fifth quarterback taken in 83. Tony he's, Romo, not the same caliber as those guys, but he's, he's undrafted. undrafted. So, so guys like fall through the cracks yeah. time and time again. For sure, the best receiver in the league, Antonio Brown, was not a day one or two pick. Richard Sherman. So they've he's the best receiver in the league. Oh yeah, because I know him as the guy from the Masked Singer. Yes, he was in the Masked Singer. That's right. He was in that too. He, How, did, he did pretty good. Did he? Yeah. Pretty good. I pipes. thought he was good. He, yeah. could, he could dance. He, yeah, he was. He was a. He was a he's great a good, performer. Good performer. A lot yeah. of these yeah. NFL players, their feet are so good, they could really transition. It's Hines, actually kind of cool. Hines Ward. Hines Ward. Ward. Eddie, yeah. Eddie George is on Broadway. He was the running back for. Wow, the I Titans. didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Did he go to Ohio State? Eddie George. Yeah. Went to. Yeah. Oh my God! Well, I'm blanking on that. Yeah, yeah, Eddie George went to Ohio State. Yes, he did go to Ohio State. I think it's I think it's definitely interesting though. The one thing that kind of like because music is more subjective, there's a lot of like you're putting a lot of your own vulnerabilities into it. But there's also like the only way you get fulfillment is from other people telling you that it's also good too. Like there's this weird like dichotomy kind of, of things. It's like it's a mixture. It's like. Right. It's like I'm doing what I'm doing because this is what I want to do. Right. It's what I have to do. It's what I have it's, to do. And then it's nice when people exactly. recognize it. Exactly. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a that's a weird that's just any artistry, I think, in a, general. Another another one that I that I wanted to ask you guys about was Please. just you know, talking about you're saying I'm seeing these these videos of these kids when they're like thirteen and I'm right. I'm saying like, you know, I really care about who's getting drafted and stuff. I'm saying like, Oh, Eichel really wants to win, like it's crazy, he's twenty one, twenty two and he's he's talking like that. I'm thirty four. Is it weird for you guys to be like these people now are are younger than you, hundred percent. I'm used to it, but it was weird at first. It's it's very it's very weird for me because like to me, I'm I'm like, oh, Jack Eichel is a hero. You know what I mean? Like I'm I like look up to him, and I'm like, he's the one who's gonna save the team, and I'm like twelve years older than him. What right? about what about what about a girl like Billie Eilish? You look at her; she's like she's like she's like half your age. Totally. She's like she's ten years younger than us. I'm like eight totally. years old. Yeah, and yeah. she's like the pinnacle of music right well, now. I but see, I don't. Uh, at a certain point, you like kind of lose that with music if it's what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that I, makes sense. Like I, I've like met most of the people now who I like idolized like growing up or right. who I th- and and like 
most of the time you're like, oh yeah, they're a person like the same as me. Why did I think that that would be any different? Mm-hmm. You know, so, but, but the, the athletic side of things is completely mystical to me right. because I, because I have no talent in that, in that area where I'm just like, how could that person be so like physically gifted? That's crazy to be yeah. like that. Whereas like artistry is like a, a mental thing. I think it's interesting. I did the first person that popped in my head was like Derek Rose, because I remember like when I was growing up, I guess I was probably, he's like 30 now. Okay. Mm. So he's about six years older it's than crazy. us. Crazy. So when I was like really, really paying attention to him, I knew he was really blowing up on the scene when he went to Memphis and then, you know, he left after one year, I guess I was like 13, 14. So like mm-hmm. really idolizing this guy, like, and I'm getting much better at basketball at this time in my life too. And now I'm like, oh shoot, he's 30 years old. His like primes passed him. Like yeah. he's, he's like done pretty much. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but there's guys that are 18 who I'm no longer younger than. I'm yeah. now older than. It's a weird position to be yeah. in for Rob me. Gronkowski, I'm like, this guy And half is... of these guys are way bigger than us. They're way like more athletic than us. And that makes it even more weird to me. You yeah, can't, yeah. You, you really can't. I, I, Gronk's no. the guy from Shark Tank, right? Gronk, he was he was on Shark Tank. The was whole he? Gronkowski family was on Shark Tank. Yes, yeah, they he's were. Gonna, he's on Shark Tank like once a week. He's like, I got a new football. It's got a radio in it. He was on, <laughs> dude. He Gronk was I on. I can jam Shark- out while I play. Yeah, they just bring great. them. The whole the whole family is hilariously entertaining. Um, but Gronkowski is one of those guys. That I was like, wow. And I, I'm like, oh my god, he's 29. And you, he's fr- only 29. Yeah, he he yeah he, he he. I haven't even been on Shark Tank once yet. Yeah, I know, dude. He's only 29. He's been on multiple times, Jeez. apparently. Yeah. But he, I've met him I met him before at a club, and you can't tell me we're the same species. Like, you can't tell me, like, he's a human being and I'm a human being, because it's just not the case. Yeah. And that he was, like, dancing like this, and I'm like, dude, he, like, all of a sudden, I felt like the whole room being engulfed. I'm like, this guy is, he's the most massive human being I've ever seen. He, he's retired, right? He retired? He called to quits. I think, I think that's so cool. I was okay with it actually. Yeah, I was. I, I said that I was like, I hope he does. He, he I wants. He, I think he wants to be in entertainment. Like he wants to like move into that sector. He's there, like clearly wanted a, to for a, for a while. And you know what? Walk out. Walk out with your health, dude. Yeah, yeah it, there's been a couple football players who've done that, right? They play like two seasons and then they're like, I have enough money. I'm good. I, this is really dangerous. I'm out. There are a couple guys. Um, there was a linebacker um, on the Niners who played one year. He was great. Uh, Borland. I think, I think that's Borland, what I'm he, of. Yeah, he was good. He called the quits. Anthony Davis and the Niners. A couple guys in the Niners did it. Anthony Davis, it was a tackle. He called the quits. He's trying to get back in the league now. Barry Sanders didn't play forever. He kind of like stepped away from the game and he was done. Guys call it quits. The guys, you know, st- you're as, long, as long as they're not my guys, I respect that. <laughs> you know what Gronk none of the Sabres can quit Gronk is my so Gronk, is, <laughs> Gronk is my favorite Gronk was my favorite player he's my favorite he was my favorite athlete um, other than Brady because uh, I don't count him anymore he, I liked him more than Big Poppy but I was like you know what you've, you've done enough yeah you've done enough dude and it was also we need to go you got to rock and roll. All right, these guys got to rock and roll. Um, I feel like the two minute drill. We don't need it because nah. we, we touched upon a bunch of stuff that was that would ensue in that. So, Danny, thank you for joining us, Remy. Thank you for letting him ha- letting us have him. Thanks really for having really, me. Really good stuff, yeah, guys. Thanks, and to the fans out there, drag both feet and bounce, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs, get yes. it free. You can uh, you can follow us on the socials. Oh, please, yeah. At, at Joywave, uh, the website is joywavemusic.com. We'll be on tour full U.S. Uh, September and October in LA at the Greek come see us and truthfully if you guys have not checked out their music it's a, it is absolutely phenomenal it's really totally truthfully yeah thank <laughs> you. you buddy and hit your free throws because they free we out you we love you
Gardner. Puts it up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.